This is episode 128, Interior Design, featuring Grace Andreaccio. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I am your host for today's show, Maria Katsonis. Hello everyone. So I am super excited about this episode because we have Grace Andriaccio on there with Deborah Brooks and they're talking about interior design and I love interior design. Personally, I listened to a podcast. It's by Betsy Helmuth from Affordable Interior Design. Betsy answers people's emails on the podcast And I actually wrote into the show and I mentioned the podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese. So she gave my podcast a shout out. So actually, Betsy, I owe you this shout out. Sorry, Betsy, but I guess I've been waiting for the right episode. So uh, this episode is all about interior design. Betsy Helmuth, she shares a lot of tips and I've learned a lot of stuff from her. And I hear... Deb and Grace talking about it. So they talk about earth tones and thinking about earth tones. I like when there's, and I've learned this from Affordable Interior Design Podcast, you want to do a balance of cold and warm. So like cold would be like blue and deep green and warm would be like red and yellow. So they talk about that in the episode and they talk about how the men in their lives love maps. And I'm here too, to be like, yep, Salvatore loves maps too. So anyway, maps, great. However, I being, I am the only one right now, Deb is not with me recording back in the day when Deb didn't have Benjamin, her and I would record, but now I am on my own. So I'm like... I'm going to come up with my own segment. So my segment is Meditation Maria. So we're going to take a deep breath in. Hold one, two, three, four. Out. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Out. And now... Of course, our show is SLP's Wine and Cheese, so I have the wine and the cheese. See, I come prepared. So I have this lovely wine. It is Pomelo Wine Company. It is from Trinchero Estate. They have an awesome selection of wine, a very, very wide selection too. Their link is in the show notes. They have sponsored this podcast episode. Thank you with providing me, Deb, sorry, you're not here to drink it, providing me with this wine. So it's a Sauvignon Blanc, a California Sauvignon Blanc is, I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and say it's my favorite. You know, I think I'm going to hang up that rosé is my favorite and I think I'm going to pick a new favorite. It's, well, at least it is for now, Sauvignon Blanc. So Sauvignon Blanc I think personally, it's more of a drier wine. It's not very sweet. However, this wine from Pomelo is from California and it's a vintage 2019. And I have learned in my podcast experience, vintage is just means the year. So that's the wine tip. So it doesn't mean if it's like, oh, 1997 is a vintage. That's just the word that we use for year. That's just doesn't mean bad or good. It's synonymous with the word year. So don't let that word vintage throw you off. So I don't know, you think vintage, you think like antique furniture or like, you know, wine aging, but 
there are vintage years. However, just know that vintage is just the year. So the year of this wine is 2019, California Sauvignon Blanc. And it's this pomelo. It's a giant citrus fruit native to Malaysia and thought to be ancestor to the grapefruit. So I have my straw here. I'm just going to drink it right from the straw because who wants to do some extra dishwashing? I don't. Mm. Definitely feel citrusy. A little bit of a tang too due to the citrus. And then you feel your tongue hit the back of your soft palate. But not too, too much, but it definitely has a sweetness to it. However, I vote drink it for sure. If you like this sweet citrusy wine, I wish I had this on ice. This would probably been better or uh, definitely in the fridge. But definitely drink this wine, Pomelo. And the link to purchase it is in the show notes. And for my cheese, I did not forget the cheese. I have Italian truffle cheese and it's from Trader Joe's. So just look out for it, everyone. It's very delicious. I highly recommend it. So the sweetness of this citrus and that like citrus scent, then I take a bite into the cheese and the cheese has like a nice smoothness to kind of complement the citrus citrusiness. There we go, citrusiness. Yes, so this is a great combo. So I hope everyone is enjoying some wine and cheese in their lives. I mean, you got to do it, man. If you're listening to this right now, I hope you're drinking wine and cheese. So anywho, that's my tip for everyone. So I gave the vintage tip and the other obvious tip is to drink wine and eat cheese. Enjoy it. Everything in moderation. However, I'm going to let Deb and Grace take over now and let's get straight into our interview. Ciao. Hi, and welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb, and today I am joined by a fellow SLP, Grace Andriaccio. Did I say Got it? it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I think she might um, have Italian in that last name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Grace, I have met through the wonderful world of Instagram. Um, and her tag is Grace and Voice. Right? I want to pull this up. Um, and her Instagram feed is just so aesthetically pleasing. I love like the cohesion that you have. I'm always drawn to all of your posts. So today we're going to talk all about design. <laughs> but before we get into that, so um, it, this is an afternoon version of SLP's <laughs> wine and cheese. So I'm just drinking water. Do you have any sort of beverage over there? I have my coffee with cream. Woo. Nice. Yeah, that would have been good. I could have had a coffee. Um, I get half calf. That's my, uh, you're allowed to have 200 milligrams of, of ca caffeine yeah. when you're pregnant. And that's like, let's like a cup and a half, but I get half oh. calf and I don't even that's finish cool. it. Yeah. But water is good. It's good. I got my big jug here too. Yeah. Try to get my water in during the day. Yeah. My goal is 96 ounces. <laughs> a lot um okay so i'm wondering 
like I said, I love your feed from your home to your photos to the color layout. Like, do you have a background in design? I do not. I've just been always really drawn to design as a kid. I kind of got into this field because at the time there was no way that I was going to live in a small town and be an interior designer. Mm-hmm. So sort of, um, you know, I went for speech pathology, which I also love. But now with the rise of social media and everything being digital and being able to reach people um, on digital platforms, that's something that I really love and love to share about. So you did originally want to be an interior designer. I did, but I knew I wanted to like live close to my parents, live mm-hmm. in the same town I grew up, and it just was not going to happen. Like, right. you know, you would have ago. designed like 10 houses and been done. Yes, exactly. um but yeah now you could like reach people virtually though and can be a consult so I I highly recommend you look into that yeah so that's so fun so that's like my future plans to just share my life and style and just be inspiring for other people very nice well you are inspiring to me a little bit too good I'm like I couldn't do that I wouldn't even look at that thing and decide to Put That's it there. the fun part about it, right? Well, I <laughs> yes. see it and I love it and I'm going to buy it and make it work, you know? Right. So. Um, so then speaking of, do you design on a budget or are you just like my vision, like what I visualize makes me happy. So what, what I see makes me happy. So Yes, I am definitely a budget decorist. So <laughs> I love to find like thrifted pieces and then uh, visualize them in a new form with paint is like your cheapest, best way to go. So hand-me-down furniture, I love it. Always like, I always say yes when people offer it. You can always paint it. If you decide you hate it, you can sell it on Facebook Marketplace and someone else will paint it. (laughs) Right. So I just really love to find pieces on a budget. But one of my tips is actually to um, if you really love something and it's expensive, just save for it. Because if you're going to love it now, chances are you're going to love it 20 years from now. And if right. you, you know, spend the money on it and it's worth it, um, then it will be a piece that's like timeless in your house forever. Right. And then by the time you save for it, if you still want it, then you must have truly yes. wanted it. Yeah. This is exactly right. So that's how I feel about it. I do that a lot with pretty much anything I buy. I'll like walk away from it. And if I'm still thinking about it, then I'm like, all right, I'll go back and get it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then for your Instagram, do you, it, it's so cohesive. Do you like make sure that you use the same filter over and over again? Or I do. I like to use the same filter. I am inspired by editing um, pictures. Like I said, I'm not, we had talked a little bit before. I love art and like how things visually make you feel. I'm a big time visual learner. Um, and my space has got to be um, clean and organized and neat or I just can't get things done. Mm-hmm. So I love my Instagram to feel that way too. Yeah, and it, it truly does. And I love how you have, like you also incorporate like florals and foods and then home decor. Um, yeah, I just love all of your choices. You make me want to shop, but then it just makes me, I mean, I'd rather you just buy me all the stuff and bill me <laughs> than send it to my house. That would be so fun. Wouldn't it be the best if we had yeah. all, you could do that. Absolutely. But no, so I love to, um, try to work with what I already have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like for instance, we put on an addition a couple years ago. I always used to like to say that our house is like um, a big size New York City apartment because it really is small and we live in like upstate New York, small mm-hmm. town. Um, when we bought our house, it was just under a thousand square feet. And we added on maybe in the last three years, um, another like 500, but okay. I'm all about utilizing the space that we have. Um, so right now we're in the process of renovate, like redoing our bedroom and everything. It's kind of like a catch all just has everything in there that we have. Um, so I'm slowly looking for things. Like I just bought a light fixture, but it's taking me three months to buy a light fixture, <laughs> things like oh, that. So you take your time too. I take my time and... Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't, I always have a project, but there's no rush because, you know, it's our place. It's our home. I want to find the right thing. And I am a little bit specific about trying to get it on sale or on a budget. So see, that's good. I am very impulsive. I'm just like, what I need a curtain today. And if I don't get it today, I might not care anymore about the curtain. I just, (laughs) yeah, like I, and then I, I'll just be like, I researched enough. I'm just going to buy this one. And I can't, I can't delay gratification, but I think it's more like, I just want to get it done. So I need to see it more like a process like Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yes. I I do like look at it as a process for sure. Mm -hmm. That's a good, yeah. So what are some tips that you have for building a space such as like a living room? Do you start off with a color scheme or a theme or do you just get inspired by pieces? So I am like, um, we had, when we were doing our renovation, I actually, we lived in our house through it and we moved, we took our living room away. I sold everything in our living room and we put our bed in the living room and it stayed like that for probably two years Mm. while we were finishing the rest of our house. So we had like living room, bedroom, and um, our kids' rooms, bathroom, and kitchen. Um, so one of my biggest tips, though, is I had a couple things in mind that I knew I wanted to have um, in our living room. We have a big um, map on the wall. It is um, uh, metal. And yes, I love that map. You gave me the link. Yeah. It's on Etsy. I'm going to put that yes, in the show that was notes. One of our, yeah, one of my most inspiring pieces. My husband really loved it. And I find myself, I'm drawn to art that is word, like words, written words, or um, actually, strangely enough, I'm drawn to art that is like sign language or hands. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of fits with the field, yeah, right? For sure. Um, and then maps. I love maps and globes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the inspiration for our living room. Um, I like to start with like a rug or just a piece, any piece that you like get a vibe from that you're like, I just love the colors in this, the tones in this, and then play off the tones from that piece, whether it's an art piece, a pillow, a rug, anything. Ours for my living room was um, a rug. So I used pinks and blues and browns. um, And I always say you can't go wrong with black. So if you have any black and white, that never goes wrong. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm wearing all black right now. I'm just drawn to it. <laughs> it's my <laughs> usual attire. Yeah. Tones, yeah. So. Earth tones has been my inspiration for everything. Baby. I, um, yes, I love that. I have my stuff. Oh, right baby's here. Room. Yeah. This is a, so I'm showing her that I have in my, yeah. I'm in, right now in the baby's room. Um, but so I have, most of the things that I've picked are um, 
beige and brown. Um, there's some hints of blue, but not really. And they're just things that were gifted to me. I didn't buy anything blue, um, except a little bit of my mobile has some blue in it. But I really wanted to go for very just like neutral, earthy type um, tones when picking and I feel like that's on the rise on trend right now. Mm -hmm. um, before I used to have my living room was super colorful and the colors were bright. So it's funny to see how my style over the last three years has changed to being more muted, earthy vibe, which I love. I feel like you can't go wrong with it. Right. I was watching a YouTube channel and this guy was like, I noticed, I guess he lived, maybe he was in California. I don't know where it was, but somewhere with like a really big forest. And he went to go in the forest or whatever for uh, vacation or camping. And he's like, you never walk into the forest and think like, oh, this is so outdated. Like, look at these trees. They're so like 2000. Um, and that's because like things that are natural, they they sustain like they there's there's nothing that becomes like um dated about natural elements so i love that point i probably will use that that works so well <laughs> well it's not mine it's i do it on youtube i, I don't even that. remember his yeah. name um i do love so so you said your tips were to find like a theme or a piece like you liked the certain types of arts and and your husband likes maps and so does mine that's funny it's map yeah thing guy thing maybe um and then you said you you started with like a rug because that's like a big piece and mm -hmm. then you draw colors from there yep so I feel like start with your most expensive pieces or really whatever is going to get you give you the inspiration sometimes it's a pillow mm -hmm. um for God's sakes which is inexpensive but um the rug for me is always a big purchase and it just kind of brings the room together so I wanted to start there right um, my second tip would be the one I said earlier was it's kind of like save for the thing that you really want. Don't just rush out and go to the dollar store to buy this thing and this thing and this thing. I love the dollar store all for it, but um, I don't want all their home decor in my house. Right. Um, uh, so that would be one of my biggest tips is I don't want to like fill that need right now. Maybe I can while I'm waiting to save for the piece that I really want. Um, but don't waste your money on the the junky knickknacks that you really don't need. Right. Yes. Yeah. I have an issue with the amount of things. I I like less around. I want more on my walls. A lot of my walls feel pretty bare in this new apartment. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like suffocated by things a lot, and I don't want to have too much, which I think hampers my decorating decorating. Well, I'm that way too. Cause I'm pretty much like, a. I like to call myself a moderatist. Okay. <laughs> I like a certain amount of things, but they have to be specific things that I don't mind like dusting off. Like I have some, I always call it like my sparkly rocks that I like to have around. Um, <laughs> nice. And just like some little tchotchkes and stuff, but they have to be meaningful or from a trip or something that I've picked up along the way. Um, but I don't want to be like dead with the dusting. So, <laughs> right, right, right. So you do I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. It's important. I mean, so you, you are, like you mentioned, you care about the aesthetics of your space and also like the cleanliness of it. So you don't yeah. want one to, yeah, impact the other. All right. Makes sense. And do you have any more tips for building a space? 
My last tip would try, like sort of like I said before, but try to look around um, for any thrifted pieces that you can find. A lot of times, like you can find one of my favorite pieces I bought at like a home sale for $40. And I feel like nowadays it's really hard to find things that are actually made of wood. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like a board with veneer, which is fine. But some mm -hmm. of those big pieces, like a TV stand that we had, um, one of my favorites, um, was $40 and I just painted the whole thing matte black. Um, it was actually a buffet. Um, when I had little, my kids were little, they're 10 and seven. Now I didn't want their hands like all over the cable box and into like mm -hmm. uh, just the cords and anything that would be, um, out and visible. So I took a buffet and had my husband like cut a hole in the back of it. And then we, you know, fed all the cords through the hole and it actually has doors to close. So if you want to change the channel, I guess nowadays though, we have a smart TVs in the other room, but you right. have to open the doors to change the channel. But then the other side was all like kids toys. But if I don't want to look at the kids toys, I can close the two doors and they're gone. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, when I look for, um, when I look for anything storage, I much prefer things with walls and doors. Like I have this ladder a shelf behind me and I always just think like I have to change it and just put stuffed animals on it or something because right now it's just covered in blankets and sheets and everything and it just it's that not or I like like a good you know mix of like on the bottom shelf there's like three baskets that are hiding the things I don't want to see so baskets are always a good trip trick just to keep things grouped together but yeah yeah, I need to get the baskets too. I have some on my other shelf. Um, so I agree with that as well. But yeah, I need I to get my heat in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so you gave us already so many tips and tricks, but I'm wondering for this segment, so we always talk about a technique or a strategy that could be immediately applied to life or therapy, or it's a no or low prep just tip for the listeners. Do you have anything for us? My tip would be to see what you can use, um, like what you already have. Use what you already have. Can you envision it in a new way, in a different room with new paint or a new finish before you go buying something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, so my tip is going to be something that I learned the whole hard way. When you do decide to paint something, you have to sand it first. You can't. That's just a good one. Paint it. <laughs> you can't sand it. Or sometimes you can find really great primers that will be like it will lock everything in, so uh -huh. you don't. Have to sand, but it's <laughs> right, right, and careful when you're painting things with drawers because that could be uh, a little dicey too. So a yeah. sander could be your friend. <laughs> And um, the final way that we like to end our episodes is with a quote or a mantra. Is there anything that inspires you that you could pass on to the listeners? Yes, mine is kind of a funny one. I wrote it down here. Wonderful. It says, we can't all look good at the same time. It's either me, the kids, or the house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So true. I, you know, because sometimes you feel pressured that like everything has to look good. I have to look good. I have to have my kids together. And well, if we're getting out of the house and we all look like human beings, chances are my house looks like a tornado, but we can clean <laughs> that up later. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to remember that when I, when I have my little child of my own. Yes. 
<laughs> thanks. All right. Well, thanks so much doing, for doing this. Can you tell the listeners where they could find you on social media if they want to see some more of your design tips? Yep. If you want to find my design tips, it's under Grace and Boys on Instagram. Wonderful. And that's our show, everyone. Thank you so very much for listening. And if you love our podcast, please rate, review, and tell a friend. Bye.